How's it going, everyone? It is Thursday, March 26th, and welcome to another episode of the Talking Games Podcast. My name's Rob Newmeyer, and I'm here with Jackie Turner. Hello. Justin Townsend. Hello. And Mr. Steve Say. Sup. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. How is everyone today? Good. I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. Fantastic. I am. Okay, Mr. Steve. You've What's been, up? You've been gone for a week. I have been. Tell us your tales. I'll tell you the good stuff. Yes. Um, last week, I was absent from the show because I went with our friend Lauren uh, into the city to King's Theater to go and see Bjork yeah. live. Um, I've seen her three times. This was absolutely the best time that I've ever seen her. It was the best sounding concert that I've ever been to. I saw uh, Lauren had posted a clip online, mm-hmm. uh, like 30 seconds of like literally the crowd just standing there. Like I didn't see anyone moving, but the sound was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Was I, it seats or standing? It was seats. Oh, re- oh maybe that's why. I yeah, it was really, then. really <laughs> fancy theater. Um, it just was, it was beautiful. Like she's been doing the electronic thing for a long time now and putting out these really peppy albums and uh-huh. just fun, like dancey stuff. This was a very personal album and presentation and um, she was accompanied by uh, like a orchestra of sorts, like all strings and uh, two different drummers and a keyboard guy and, and all this stuff. And uh, the performance was amazing. But one of the cooler things that we did was we actually went to the MoMA uh, in the city, the museum, uh-huh. uh, Museum of Modern Art. And there was a like an installation that she was presenting to people in the city. So we got to see like all the instruments that she used to make the albums and stuff like that. But one of the things that they had in there, please tell me they had the teddy bear suit. <laughs> uh, it might have been. We there was one section of the of the installation that you actually had to reserve extra tickets for. Okay. Total bullshit. Uh-huh. Uh, we did not do that because we didn't know about it, and it just like the swan dress. I could see it from the you know the above thing. But anyway, uh, she was doing this presentation of her new video uh, called Black Lake. And so what they did was they put you in this room and it was kind of, it was two screens. So it was a panoramic view and she filmed the the video in Iceland and it's just these like mossy, grassy uh, hills and, and stuff like that. And there's lava underneath and the lava is like coming up through the cracks and the rocks and stuff like that. So they put you in the center of this room and the room is all like soundproofed in this like black honeycomb like material. Uh But inside of the walls are 45 different speakers, all angle, like high powered speakers, all angled in different ways in the room, but they all meet in the middle and each instrument in the song, each sound in the song was designated to a, to a specific speaker. So they put you in the middle of the room, and as you watch this panoramic music video, the music was hitting you from 45 individual angles, creating one sound in the middle where you stood. Uh-huh. I always get freaked out like when you feel the music, yes. like yeah. if you're in a yeah. car where like the bass is too loud or something oh, yeah. like that. It's like, Makes I, your stomach I, like, oh, weird and twitchy. Goodness, right? yes. Yeah. So it was, I had never heard anything like it before and immediately upon exiting the room i asked if i could rent it for an hour and a half yeah but <laughs> they said i'd have to talk to like administration or something about it and i was like i'm only kidding and they're like oh you could probably get it done uh i would lay in there and listen to a tool album probably on from beginning to end just uh-huh. be like just shut me in there for a while but uh we had a really good time Bjork, and, Bjork uh, is adorable she's like a real life elf she is she's, oh, you just want to put her in your pocket she's 50 years old 
No. She's 50 years old. She's still No, because if she's 50 years old, then that means I'm older than I was when I first liked her too, and I do not like that idea. (laughs) Everyone stays the same age. She is beautiful, and, and just everything about the concert, everything about the presentation, we had a really nice day. You know, we got to chill out. Um, the subway rides were very interesting that day, and that day, aren't they always? Yeah, it was. There were some. There were some characters, though. I'll tell you, we got to eat at the Shake Shack. Ooh, in, I like Shake Shack uh, in uh, in Grand Central Station. I think I'm loud. Hot Mike. <laughs> I think I'm right. No, he's good. I don't even know where you are because all the things are switched around. So. Oh, oh well. Oh, you. I know where you are now. Yay! We'll power through it. Yeah. Sorry um, about oh that. wow, you are all the way turned up. Let's see. Sorry if that blew out is, your eardrums. Is, is there an option where you can turn him all the way down? I like Shake Shack. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You just pulled a Bob Ryer. When Bob came onto the show when we first started this thing, and he's like, he has the potato chips at the end, and he just starts crushing oh, the yeah. bag into the microphone. I was like, Bob, what is wrong? With That's you? what it sounded like. My ears hurt. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Yes. It was Bob's birthday yesterday. So today, today, it's right? today. Yes. yes. Okay. Well, we yeah. celebrated it uh, yesterday. Mm. So, happy birthday, Bob. Yes, happy birthday. Well, technically yesterday, but it is. Oh, right. We're doing <laughs> podcast time travel. Everybody loves it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Enough about me, though. Uh, I had a really good time. The end. Awesome. <laughs> or to awesome. be continued. And Jackie, yeah. how did the uh... simple tricks? Is that what you're going to ask me? Because I got a funny story about that. Oh, go for it then. <laughs> so. Uh, it was Luke's event when we recorded last week. It was the day before. Mm-hmm. Um, so Thursday comes around and it's all happening. He managed to raise in the end $1,150 as of today. That's Damn. amazing. Did that other nice. kid yeah. amazing. get we, ahead? We did beat CJ. Good. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but I'll take that, Luke CJ. And I didn't realize Luke and CJ, the other kid, are actually friends. And they've decided next year they will team up and it Good. will be Wonder Twin Powers. Good, yeah, because they'll <laughs> beat that other team then. Yes. Uh-huh. So Thursday I'm at work. And my phone rings and I look down and I know that that extension is the school nurse. Hmm. I'm like, oh, please let him just have fallen over. Just let it be that. The worst. (laughs) Please let him have some sort of head trauma. (laughs) So I pick up the phone and the nurse says to me, "Um, he is in my office and he's kind of turning green. At which point I say to her, well, I hope he's turning green because he has some ball tricks tonight. And she's like, nope, sorry, he's sick. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So I go to the school and I get him. And he's like, Mama, I don't feel well. Uh-huh. It's like, all right. Well, I tell you what, can you manage to have 20 minutes where you feel okay? Because then I can just take <laughs> you up there. We'll stick you on the stage. We'll shave you. We'll leave. All right. And he's like, I can try, Mama. Okay. Half an hour after that, he looks at me and all the color's gone from his face. And I was like, oh, no. And I hand him a bowl, at which point he runs to the bathroom and proceeds to puke and shit at the same time. Oh. And I'm just kind of stood there looking at him like, great. I shouldn't really be in here. And he's just looking up at me like, no, mama, I'm going to leave now. <laughs> Clear up when you're done. <laughs> like, we're, not, we're not going. So, yeah, St. Borgics was a disaster on the day. But luckily, uh-huh. uh, one of the people that volunteered to shave heads um, is a friend of mine. So she came over on Sunday and we had our own little St. Borgics event. You know, we had a couple of people over and we shaved his head and did the whole thing, took all the photos. And so he's, he's bald. Did you film it? I did. I do have a small video of it because good. Steph, yeah. first of all, shaved all the hair off the top of his head so he looked like a little old man. Uh-huh. It was really not a good that's, look. That's like something that you always have to do if you're ever shaving your head. You <laughs> yes. just shave it right down the middle so it looks like you have those, yeah, exactly. you know, the, the clown weird hair. prodigy. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The backwards yes. mohawk. Yeah. That's hilarious. But yeah, so we did eventually get that done. Great, 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 yeah. great. 
and that was a great event and again yes. thank you for everyone who oh absolutely who i'm so out. appreciative of everyone that helped out with that because yeah he raised so much money for the charity and fantastic and in fact the organizer of the event said it's the first time in all the years he's done it it's the first time he's ever seen an individual go over a thousand dollars so you know with the talking games community luke knocked it out of the park really proud of him beautiful yes nice. anything special justin nah no i did dad stuff dad ended up in the emergency room oh god yeah yeah i was gonna say i'm pretty sure he did do something i this forgot week about that because we got photos of him sitting there with tubes in his nose what yeah. We didn't want to ruin your Bjork experience. <laughs> what the fuck happened to you? Nothing. It was it was absolutely nothing. More precautionary than anything. So I woke up with like really bad chest pain, which was probably just like some sort of like acid reflux or whatever. But Angela's like, I like you, like let's keep you around for a while. Go to the doctor just to be sure. So I'm like, Oh, okay. So I go to the doctor and they're like, Well, we like you. You should go to the hospital just to be sure. I was like, Okay. <laughs> So I go to the hospital, and they're like, you're totally fine. Get out of here. Now, did you drive yourself to the hospital? Yeah. I drove to Southampton, which is like um, a, an a hour away from here. Yeah, yeah. it's a long Because that's where, that's where my wife works. She works in this hospital. So I was like, well, I'll just go out to where, where she is. I'll get preferential treatment and hopefully be able to It's amazing. You say, you say you have chest pain, and like, honestly, Oh, I you're in like, right away. You're in right away. Yep. Oh, like, I can remember right that away. next time. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's, it, honestly, yeah. it's in a snap. You'll be like right in the ER. Nice. They did tests. Everything was fine, like I thought, and just some sort of like weird acid thing. I don't know. So they wow. gave me medication. They're like, here, take this for like two weeks. And so that's it. Wow. I'm definitely trying that next time. Like uh -huh. Luke broke his wrist and we were there for ages. Next time I'd be, my son's he, having chest pains. It also, also happens to have broken his wrist. <laughs> he fell over because of the chest pains uh, and broke his wrist. That is. I did have fun though because <laughs> I took that picture of myself and like everyone's just in that group message talking. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'm just going to send this and then not say anything. Exactly. See what well, happens. Like, what the hell? Yeah, don't do that. It's just really mean. Jesus I know. Christ, yeah. dude. Right? I thought that's cold. I was giving the thumbs up. <laughs> well, that's why <laughs> I was like. tubes up his nose and like a hospital gown The on. medical winky face. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I looked and I saw like one of those dentist light things and I was like, are you at the dentist? And then I was like, wait, there's tubes up his nose. Like, and no. they don't generally make you change into a hospital gown when you go to a dentist. Eh. Yeah. I mean, mine's asked me to, but I've always said no. Mainlining nitrous. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh, fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the best part of going to the dentist. Uh -huh. Do you want the sweet air? Yes, I do. Goodness gracious. Tell you the worst jokes and you can't help but laugh. I, You know what? Like the last time I went to the dentist, because I don't like getting like the million needles stuck yeah. to get numbed up and stuff. And the sweet air I'm, I'm fine with. Yeah. Um, you know, because then I don't feel, you know, like you can't eat we were, or anything afterwards. We were having this conversation and uh, one of our friends, friends of the show, Johnny, had said sweet air. We were talking about the dentist, and he said sweet air. And somebody, I can't remember who it was, was like, I've never heard of that term before and thought it was the most ridiculous thing. Really? Yeah, and now it's slipping my mind, but I know they listen to the show. I just can't remember who said it. <laughs> uh -huh. So whoever's listening, we do say sweet air. I've never tried it. Oh, no, I've, oh, I've never had it either. Amazing. It's like, honestly, you know how... Uh, like if when you whenever you see like a depiction of a, a hypnotist and you see like the swirly blue and I mean black and white yeah like spiral type thing yeah that's what it's like for me it's like you get really? the sweet air and then I just see like spinning colors mm -hmm. you just don't care they've yeah. never even offered that to me and seriously like sometimes I mean I'm much better now but I used to be so terrible at the dentist that I would be crying and shaking and like screaming and crying some more never once were they like would you like some sweet air no they're like you'll be fine. 
What's that about? My, I've never, I've never been offered it. Right? Just the dentist you go to doesn't like use Clearly, it. Really, we yeah, we need uh, to find your dentist. It makes no, me feel I haven't seen it in a long time, so oh, I don't really? know. I don't even know. There, not too many uh, office really do it anymore. Like the licensing for it is weird. Uh-huh. Um, the place that I used to go to. Uh, used to have it, and now under new management, they don't. They got rid of it? So I had to go into a place in Port Jeff. Well, you go, and you have everything done, and you bring an extra large balloon, and for like five bucks, they fill it up for you, and you go home. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that would be amazing. It's like a, a fish concert. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, same here. Uneventful weekend, just hanging out with friends, and uh, we recorded another podcast on Friday. Oh, that's right, yeah. Cool. Uh, what would you talk about this time? Chrononauts, Red One, um, some other books, some Batman books. Ultimate Spider-Man. Ultimate Spider-Man, yeah. yeah. Everything went well. We had a little audio problem. We weren't recording with our microphones. We yeah. were recording off the mic so on we, the camera. We looked professional, <laughs> but we sounded like in, we were in a small echo chamber, I guess you could say. Yeah. Either way. We'll have that it, fixed this it, week. Immediately after that, I, I went and wrote a checklist because I was like, I'm going to get this down. Teething problems. Exactly, That'd yeah, because I'm not an audio, you know, video yes. technician kind Look of at person. all the crap that I had going on when we first started this, and even to this day, there's things that, that go wrong. It just happens. I wrote a checklist from my computer for that also, because yeah. last week was a nightmare for me, <laughs> trying yeah. to export everything. And Either way, though, that all went well. We cut it down from five hours to, like, two. Yeah. <laughs> that's getting there. That's yes. really good. No, you guys, yes. for your second show, that's fine. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting comfortable with the format and stuff like that. You'll find your groove. Yeah, yeah we, we're getting there. We got our nice tight camera shot now. Yeah. And we had to, like, scoot together. I've just realized you are wearing a hoodie from a restaurant in town. Oh, yeah, yeah. Same one that fired me. Yes. I was saying that's that <laughs> when I sat down, I saw it. <laughs> to you be fair, I am, like, the worst waitress in the whole world. It's uh-huh. not like I didn't deserve it. But still, you know. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're fired. No. Oh, God, PTSD. <sighs> Carry on. Okay. So, how was everyone's week with games? Jackie? Good. What have you played? I finally finished Dragon Age. Ooh. So, I have this funny thing I do with these style of games. I did it with Skyrim, too. Um, uh-huh. I, we were having a funny conversation a while ago uh, about Skyrim, where I'd been talking to Bobby, and I didn't have this particular shout, because... I think 60 hours into the game, I'd still only done about a quarter of the story, just running around doing other stuff instead. So Dragon Age, I kind of did the same thing. I'm getting through the story. I've put a lot of hours in. I'm doing all the side quests. And I Googled, at what point is there the point of no return? When do you finish it? So I got to that about three weeks ago. And then I was like, I don't want to finish it. I'll play it some more. I'll play it another day. And I put it off and I put it off and I put it off. So eventually I went in yesterday and finished the story off. Like clocked in at 117 hours, but like with pretty much 100% completion, like every collectible and every landmark and every everything. Or so you thought. Yeah, until you tell me about some secret quest that's now going to drive me insane. Uh-huh. I mean, I had I had saw it on Kotaku about a week ago, I guess it was. Uh, there's some wacky thing where there's a certain like at a place rock where if you jump on it, it was something like 50 or 100 times. You right. got to just jump up and down and you get this quest. Oh my God. And when you turn the quest in, it unlocks like a hidden chest. So it took this long for people to find that there's even a quest there. Right. So now no one knows where the chest pops up though. It That's pops so up weird. somewhere on the map and no one knows That's what is in the chest. That's actually pretty awesome. So now everyone's out there like trying to search for... That's and, really, know, really pretty it awesome. It is caught, but it kind of revolves around my one little... 
peeve with Dragon Age and especially this one is I really really enjoyed it I liked the story I liked the side quests like it felt a big game there was lots to explore but there is a fair amount of the collectibles the shards in particular that rely on platforming elements which is fine as long as your character can jump more than six inches in the air and possibly grab something but you can't you can't you can run and you can jump about two feet so the platforming is so hard to do and it's and it's just it's this stupid mechanic in the game where it's not necessary but they make you go through and like jump the same thing there was one particular chest in a room that i failed like 15 times and had to run all the way back around the room up some steps up some other steps and do it all again so that's you know that was the only thing i found negative about it is you know don't put platform elements in a game where you can't even jump with a character uh-huh yeah kingdom of uh amalar did that well They're, yeah that, that had some cool little you know, i love the addition of that but just don't give me that if you don't give me the mechanics to be able to do it successfully it's clumsy and clunky and you know yeah because it's not like you needed to jump during fights no 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 not uh, at all it, it was just kind of like if you got stuck or exactly something like that exactly but this yeah this is actually it relies on you trying to figure out what particular little rock can I jump on and which one can I jump on where I won't slide all the way back down the hill and you know like I said it's just clumsy but other than that I really enjoyed it I saw you yes playing destiny last night (laughs) I tried so hard to quit what is going on you have not in the last week you have not been trying to quit I've only played like twice in three weeks that is not bad was it Glenn it was Glenn, yeah, and He's Andy, a, such an Andy. Oh, Johnny. so you're gonna you're gonna blame other people? Such bad influences for sucking you into Destiny. I then. remember distinctly tweeting that that's it, I'm done with Destiny. I'm gonna give it a rest for a while. And Glenn writing to me and saying, "Time to start another character." Like, damn it! But no, I just jumped in for a little bit, just mm-hmm. to do. She a was little... playing Iron Banner the other night. <laughs> I played Iron Banner for a little bit, and it was horrible. So I was like, enough of this. And then last night, I w- I jumped on just to be like, hey, how you doing, guys? Let's run the weekly. And ended up doing Crota on hard and failing miserably at midnight. Uh-huh. Everyone just being like, oh, screw this. Go so to you, bed. You were playing for at least three and a half hours. Oh, at least. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I turned it on at like seven. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Three and a half hours. You could have beaten the order. <laughs> exactly. Oh, the order. Uh, yeah. I, I Game know. of the Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not came into you what else what else you played one more thing right um today was game of thrones episode three uh-huh. yesterday it was out on pc xbox one and today was the ps4 so um i played it finished it it's pretty they're pretty short they're like 90 minutes possibly up to two hours depending on how long it takes you but honest to god i'm gonna stream episode four uh if people want to catch up first because there's a whole monologue going on over the top of the game so while the character's talking i'm making the decisions and it's just nonstop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean to press that. No, no, no. Don't hate me. No. It's awful. Every decision I make, I feel like I'm getting further and further out of my depth. Marjorie Terrell hates me and I just can't seem to do anything right by her. Even when I try and make the decision that I know should make her happy, she's still pissed at me. It's just horrible. People are dying. People are angry at me. I'm getting punched in the face and I'm like, oh, what do, what do I do? I'm just horrible and i always thought this was kind of my thing uh-huh. i was like you know i i did politics at college i'm like <laughs> got kind of got the gift of the gab a bit and i've always thought i could you know i'd be all right and i finally realized today i would last like two days in king's landing before i would just have my head on a pike somewhere <laughs> because I, i'm horrible 
Uh-huh. I will 100% watch every second of that stream <laughs> because I want to hear you talk to yourself and yell yeah. at other characters yeah. and yell at your character. That's the funny thing though, is that I'm not like, I'm not yelling because I'm angry. I'm literally yelling, I'm sorry. No, 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 don't be angry. And uh-huh. it's just everything I press, everything I do, every decision I make, someone is pissed at me. And then you're like, oh, maybe, maybe, all right, that wasn't too bad. 10 minutes on, they're like, no, I will not save you. You can go yourself i'm like what did i do why do you all hate me it's just so upsetting uh-huh but it's, it's good <laughs> well i mean if you've only been punched in the face and not lost limbs and stuff at this point then, that's true then all is well that's true my face is a little you know messed up but yeah. but Make also it. you're playing like three different characters so there's three different ways i can piss people off it's, it's just oh. is there sexy times in Game of Thrones, because uh, Game of Thrones is Game of Thrones is mostly sexy times. It is, but no, not so, not even any love interests really. What? Up to episode three, there really hasn't even been any love interests. One thing that's really good um, that I came across in this episode, they do kind of touch on in others, but because one of your characters is playing, a, you're a handmaiden at um, King's Landing, you get to see one of the biggest moments of the shows and of the books, but you don't actually see it you see it from her point of view because she's just outside Ah. so you hear certain stuff and if you've watched the show you know exactly what is happening at that point but it's really interesting to get a different perspective on that particular event so Uh, that's you know it's kind of a good little add-on if you watch the show as well it's it's rated m so they they could kind of the language is appalling oh really okay so they go there with the language and with the violence i would imagine yes yes yeah they move the stuff out yeah wolf among us had had boobs in it yeah right in the beginning right no it was like a chapter two two or three chapters in, i think yeah, i thought yeah, you go to the strip club like and the wolf among us i thought when you go to save that girl in the beginning oh, from that big yes. dude that no no the strip club is tinkerbell's yeah. boobs right no it wasn't tinkerbell Whoa. wasn't it tinkerbell <laughs> no it's the little mermaid it was thanks, little mermaid's thanks for the spoiler that's better oh, yeah, yeah oops. Oops. <laughs> more people will want to play it now i know you get to see little mermaid, little mermaid's boobs surely it's true ariel's right? areolas <laughs> Oh, fantastic! Good Great. band name, nice. Fantastic, that is a good band yeah. name. Do you know the other problem I have with uh, <laughs> the other problem I have with Game of Thrones? In fact, with all the Telltale games, is I have a really very low attention span, uh-huh. which doesn't help me because just today, like I'm playing, I'm playing, and they're talking, and I, I hear beep. I'm like, that's my Twitter alert, and I look down, and I look at my Twitter for two seconds. I look up. And the other character is like, huh, lost your tongue, have you? You coward. Oh, so you got the dot, <laughs> dot, I dot. Missed, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I missed the prompt to press a button, didn't say anything at all. And they're like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, no. <laughs> and you guys not let you go back <laughs> and do it again. About this. <laughs> it's, it's just horrible. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm, I'm not good at those games. I wonder, like, uh, I'm sure at some point they'll have a game, like one of their games. I, right. I know that the one that you played, Steve, what was that called? With, uh, Life oh, is Strange? Life yeah, is that strange, had yeah. a rewind yeah. kind yes. of feature. Yes. But a rewind feature into where, you know, yeah. you get X amount of times to hit it and go back and make that I decision think again. I, I would love, just from a personal point of view, how like horribly I've been playing this, it would be great to do that. Uh-huh. But it would completely ruin the element of the game that gets me like that. Oh, that I, yeah. you know, I'm in a conversation with someone and they're like, what do you think? What do we do? And you've got 20 seconds to answer, what do you do? And it's that stress of like, oh my God, uh, save him. And then afterwards you're like, you can't take it back because if you're having a conversation with someone and you're making a decision, you can't take it back. Um, so it really helps, you know, it helps with the tension. 
I mean, I'm not talking about any of the properties that they have right now. Like yeah. in a, like something new that right. they might do in the future for, for yeah. like a new franchise or something like that. Yeah. I could definitely see something like that happening. To What's add. a franchise you'd like to see them take? Oh, I would love to, like, honestly, just seeing what they did with Wolf Among Us, I would love to see them do different like comic storylines yeah that'd be good yeah. like a batman or that kind of thing right and, yeah anything anything mm-hmm. dark gritty yeah you know mm-hmm. i think yep. that would be really cool and it would draw a lot of people in mm-hmm. gotham central there you go oh yeah yeah, yeah definitely have all the investigative yeah. kind of montoya and, and everybody sawyer mm-hmm. and all them oh that would be great that would be because that doesn't rely on batman no uh get rocco to come in uh-huh yeah. you get the rogues gallery that I could see cool. that. That yeah. would be cool. Okay, make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve. Yeah. Uh, I, kn- I know you're frustrated about a certain game. You were telling me about it at the store today. What, Ori and the Blind Ori? Wars? Yeah. Oh, well, no, I'm, I'm not. No, I'm, I'm frustrated. No, you were pretty frustrated. <laughs> I'm frustrated in a sense of that um, I can't finish it, and, and that's bothering me because... Uh, I came in here two weeks ago and I said that Helldivers was my favorite game of the year so far. That has since changed to Ori and the Blind Forest. Um, I I live for games like Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Like that is just that's a game that I will replay again and again and have, and I'll hundred percent the map and then you know invert the castle and do it all over again and different weapon combinations and such. Ori in the Blind Forest is like the new Symphony of the Night for me. Uh, I absolutely positively love the artwork. The The animations are gorgeous. The world is just breathtaking. Um, the gameplay is super, super tight. And it forces you to use like your new abilities all throughout the rest of the game. Like Once you've gained something, it's not like you got it, you use it in that little part of the world, and then it just goes back into your arsenal and you don't see it again. You use everything all the time. Mm-hmm. And they build the worlds and build the levels that basically it it forces you to explore. And you're constantly finding you know holes in the wall or using the environments that the environments are layered in such of that there's like things in the foreground and things in the background and disappearing behind the foreground into the background and coming out another way you'll find like new ability points and new life bars and stuff like that and for me the game is just i've died over 400 times oh yeah i've died over 400 times well, that's uh, well continue. and I, I don't care like i don't care at all i've loved every single minute of it there that's was a- What's up? That's actually not that bad. Hotline Miami, I just cracked the trophy for a thousand. Nice. Yeah, I mean, standing here watching you for ten minutes, you probably died a good twenty times. Yep. I saw um, our friend Joe State uh, was. We were actually. I, I explored the PS SharePlay with him. He was uh, showing me the Hotline Miami over the SharePlay thing, and it looked pretty cool. It is cool, but continue, please. Um. So, just it's. Like, you talk about games that you love and games that, like, just for you, they're awesome. Like, Rayman for Jackie. You, like, you love that kind of platforming? Yeah. Okay. For me, Ori and the Blind Forest just has that... It's the aesthetics and the mechanics kind of come together in a way that creates your kind of game. Right. right? Like, like when Child of Light came out and, like, you fell in love with the art style of this. I am in love with the art style of Ori and the Blind Forest. I don't think there's anybody who's not in love with the art style. It's just, it's so... Like it's it's just gorgeous, and like there are things that when you like, when you gain an ability, 
that you kind of like pull from the trees that you find the abilities in and your character like spins around and just explodes like in light and like you you know the whole game is now changed um also i didn't really know what the game was when i bought it i saw like artwork for it i didn't want to explore it too much but based on the artwork, I was like, oh, this is like, you know, uh, this is going to be an adorable buddy, you know, thing. We're going to be traversing the forest together and solving puzzles. Nope, it's not. It's a Castlevania or Metroidvania-like game where you're constantly attacking and moving and jumping and platforming like Super Meat Boy. And it's just sick. Anyway... There are a few things that you should probably know if you're going to play Ori in the Blind Forest. One of them is that you cannot, at this point, complete the game. What? Unless you are very savvy. Currently, I have, I believe, 94% of the whole game done. You're talking about 100% the game. Yes. I'm okay. talking about having done everything. There's, I think there's an achievement for like beating it under three hours. I don't know that I'll ever get that. Uh-huh. But um, there's one section. It's the Forlorn Runes. So if you're playing in the Forlorn Runes, you have the abilities at that point to get the whole thing before you leave. There's an event that when you go past a certain rock, the rock jacks loose and falls and the boulder blocks your way from going back. Once that happens, you can't get back into that area. You're screwed. So um, I've complained about it online. People on Reddit are complaining. They're, They're looking. They're saying that an update's coming in a couple of days. I don't know if that's included. I really hope it is. Um, but one of the main things is uh, also there's another area. Uh, one of the first areas called the Ginzo tree. I have 98%. There's this one little tiny light in a room that if I just fall through the thing, I'll get it. And I'll have a hundred percent in that area. I can't get back to the Ginzo tree. Like it's done. I cannot go back to my knowledge. I looked it up online, didn't see anything. So in that sense, not being able to go back is extraordinarily frustrating for somebody that like I've put 14, 13 hours into the game and just have explored every nook and cranny of it. Cause I was having so much fun with it to find out at like 80, around 89%. I was looking things up and I figured, and I found out that I can't do it. Yeah. So, a lot of the reviewers had had problems with that as well, that they thought it was strange. You couldn't go back. Yeah. It's, now, I mean, are you, do you just want to see everything for the trophy or no. like you just want to see everything. I want to see everything because I, I absolutely love the game. And in the same thing, why I keep mentioning symphony of the night is because, you know, maybe thinking back on it now, people are like, Oh, I did that all the time. But at the time getting that hundred percent for both of the castles, both the regular and inverted castles, that was like, that was a thing. That was an achievement before there were achievements. Like, you brag to your friends, be like, I got to 100% on the castle today. And they're like, well, did you defeat Dracula with the little mirror thing equipped? I'm like, no, why? Well, go and beat him and do that. And then you found out that the castle inverts itself, and you have to go through the entire thing upside down. That was revolutionary. Yeah, I remember finding that out. Uh, what magazine? It was probably like EGM or something like that. Yeah. Because internet wasn't no internet yeah. then really... So, yeah, it was either word of mouth, or, but I remember seeing that in a yeah. magazine, and I was like, are you effing kidding me? Yeah, you had, to, you had to stop time, and then you had to wear this other thing to open up the, the shaft in the middle of the bell tower and go up. But anyway, um, no, I want to see the rest of the game. 
I would like whatever trophies are coming to me at 100%. Because there were a couple of spots where like we expect to get trophies, and you don't. So Jerks. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, like I got all of the abilities, right? Like, you go through the whole game, and you pick up all the abilities. You complete the grid, and, you know, that nothing. This, this feeds into a conversation we had ages ago, right, about why is the game not enough? Well, it's like, yeah, like, like... I got everything. No, Give it's me just, something. It's just funny because over the last eight eight or so years we've been trained like right. i beat the yes. level wait where's the trophy exactly. it's like one of those like i should get something for doing that yeah it's yeah. Like, like 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 i saw the tree right like i saw the final tree and i'm like oh there it is and press x and he does his little animation and it's like sucking in the 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 light and he gets a new ability and i'm waiting for the, to hear that that you know xbox pop right of the trophy uh-huh. and yep. it doesn't come and i'm like aha uh-huh. what the hell did it just not unlock like all right, yeah. so I guess, you know, more places to explore is enough. And, and it certainly is. Um, you said that you've died 400 times. I did. What's the load time coming back after death? Mm. I was uh, going to ask a, that before, too. That's a big yes. thing. None. Good. None. Uh-huh, because with, None. with everyone talking about Bloodborne and. Yeah, the, I've heard that's an issue right now. Times. They have already announced that they're patching that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's coming really soon. Like within the next day or so, they're going to be patching. Uh, the load times in that game are harsh. Um, I'm sad to report. I don't know what I'm going to do about this. Uh, I was talking to Bobby about it. I tried to play the order and for the second it's time, shit. hold on. No, no, no. I'm oh, sorry. Just... I thought I'd just like, you know, sum up. No, this is like, this is like, this is like a legit thing that I'm <laughs> about, your that I'm about 2013 to say. game of the year again. I, <laughs> I have, oh, there are only been, there's been one game that has ever made me physically ill in the past. What? And that's guitar. Guitar hero. hero. Yeah. I remember you telling me that. Right. Yeah. I wanted that game because I wanted to play Mars Volta and I wanted to play Tool. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'm going to get... And I, I played it for a couple of minutes and I got like crazy, like just rush vision, vertigo. Whatever happened, I couldn't play it. There is something about the order that the between the, the letterbox presentation and it was in that first um, uh, lichen encounter where you're kind of in that like boiler room-ish kind yeah. of area. Yeah, okay. where they're coming at you from... The yeah. combat in there when they were lunging at me and I was supposed to roll out of the way and then somehow swivel around to shoot them, uh-huh. that whole that whole encounter made me physically ill. Something happened, something snapped you in know my what, brain. You know what it is? It's your body has a way of saving itself and it's saying, Steve... This is so dull. Just turn it off. Go play something fun. That's why. So, thank you, boredom-induced nausea. That's so, what I call it. So I'm playing it, and I'm like, There's you know, I'm like everybody else on the podcast has got so much, so much farther in the game. Like I gotta, I gotta play it. I gotta play it. So I, I stepped away from it, and I gave it a few days, and then I went back to it, and immediately, as soon as I booted it up, I was right back into that encounter. Within two minutes, I was just like, oh, like I can't. There's something about that game. I can't play it. And it sucks because, like, I really wanted to have a full-blown opinion of talking to Bobby. And I'm like, I want to play. He's like, why are you continuing to play the game, dude? And I said, because everybody else has played. He's like, so what? And I'm like, you know you what? Can, you can borrow my opinion. It's very strong. <laughs> no, but I was like, you're right. I'm like, why am I busting my ass if the game's making me sick? He's like, dude, just don't play it. And I'm like, all right, I won't play it. <laughs> so it's unfortunate, but I, I, in all seriousness, I couldn't play the game. I wouldn't beat yourself up about it too much. I wanted to play it. I, re- I did not expect that to be the thing that would deter me from playing it. So, not that, yeah. I mean, that, there's nothing wrong with it. If it's making you sick, then it really was. You can't do anything. It was something about, like I said, the letterbox presentation coupled with 
the almost like fish eye behind the over the shoulder camera that when I was rushing forward, I felt like I was straining to like cramp my vision and just put myself in the game. I felt claustrophobic and it was giving me a headache. And then when the, the lichens were in, I was t- that tiny little box that they give you for this first encounter. Mm-hmm. And I'm rolling around and trying to swivel the camera around while I'm getting hit from the like the front and from the side. And they're crawling over the, the boilers and whatever. And I'm like, I can't deal with this. And I had to pause the game. And like I was getting like a migraine. And I just I had to step away from it. Oh, well. I mean, you have much more to play, so... Yeah, I totally yes. do. Um, you wa- What else? You what else do you have? Bloodborne? I have plenty. Okay, no, uh, well, end with Bloodborne. Why don't you talk about... You went PSN sale crazy, huh? Yes. Did anyone um, else Did anyone else buy stuff from no. the PSN? No. No? I was uh, going to, and then I forgot. Mm. Shocking. Story of my life. <laughs> so... Um, What'd you pick up? Well, our friend, uh, Chris, and our, our, our Twitter uh, guy that uh, runs the Talking Games account is a madman. He's a super nice, super madman person who sent me uh, a PS Vita last week just as a thank you for being involved and stuff. And uh-huh. he loves what we do. And he's like, how do you, you know, how can you run a podcast and, and contribute to a podcast when you don't have everything available to you? And I'm like, you're crazy. He's like, dude, he's like, I don't, you know, I just wanted to do it. So Chris, thank you. Uh, you're listening to this. You're amazing. And you're awesome. Um, so anyway, crazy, crazy. Yeah. I went and I got, um, what did I get? I got uh, Touch My Katamari, which is the best title for a Katamari <laughs> game ever. So I got Touch My Katamari. I got uh, Luminous. I got uh, Trigger Happy Havoc uh, Danganronpa, and, uh, which is, I haven't even done anything yet, and it's awesome. Uh-huh. Um, I'm just loving the whole setup and the personalities and just how super anime it is. Like All the tropes are there and stuff like that. Um, and then the PSN, I got a, I got something else too. I can't remember for some reason, but um, I downloaded a bunch of stuff from PSN, like Ali Ali Two and uh, Rogue Legacy, and you know just a bunch of stuff that had been floating around in my system that was cross-play. Mm-hmm. So I got those, and then I hit the PSN flash sale and got Klonoa. Um, oh, I love that game. Yeah, yeah, I got Klonoa. I got Dino Crisis, Dino Crisis Two. Um, uh, Couple. So next week's what I've been playing should be ridiculously long, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I've been playing a ton <laughs> of stuff. Uh, Mega Man X4 and X5. and um, But anyway, I mean, the the system is fantastic. I've spent the majority of my time with it, um, playing a lot of Ali Ali too. Um, and Danganronpa is just completely absurd. Um, like I said, I'm just about to... It has a very long introduction. You don't actually get into the gameplay until like a good hour into meeting people and stuff like that. I can't stand the character that I am, his personality, but that's just, that's that stereotype in those types of things. I'm hoping that he grows. I don't know if he will. Mm -hmm. But um, as far as like ridiculousness and presentation and reminding me of like, um, like Ace Attorney and stuff like that, like there's a character that's super pepped up all the time and he's always pointing at you and yelling and, you know, everybody's got their weird personalities and quirks to him and stuff. So, um, it's pretty cool. I'm really enjoying the system. Awesome. It's a lot of fun. And in terms of other games, Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Uh, Bloodborne yes. dropped so yesterday. So who got it? Just Steve? No, um, Justin, Justin picked it up. Yep. Have you but popped have it you, in yet, yeah, Justin? No, it's sitting unopened over there. <laughs> Ooh. Do you like 
the other games. I never played them. I'm going to hate this game. Yeah. Okay. Bobby keeps hammering been, me about yeah. my open attitude, going in with an open attitude. <laughs> but I just can tell those. Let me. Well, here. Let me. Let me give you my, my thing. But I know this one's different, so that's why I picked it up. It's not. It is. But it, it, <laughs> no. It is. It's it, faster. Yes. It is, but it isn't. Here's the thing. Bloodborne, as far as I can tell, I spent about five or six hours with it yesterday. Um, it is definitely my favorite of like the Souls games in terms of it plays the way that I've always wanted to play the Souls games, which is faster and more maneuverability. And the cool factor is notched up ridiculously. Yeah, um, I have a weapon right now called the Kirkhammer that is essentially it's an anvil that's sitting on my back and I have a, like a broadsword. And so I use the broadsword to lunge and slash and do all my stuff. But when I go to my secondary, I put the sword in the anvil, like a hilt and then pull it up. And the sword uh, like actually extends kind of like breaks apart or re- like it was retracted and then it comes out. And all of a sudden it's a two handed like mallet just smashing shit. And then you got a, like that's a exciting. shotgun, like blunderbuss and you can dodge faster in this. You can roll faster. Um, things kill you a lot faster, but that's kind of the nature of the beast. Um, I watched a good, let's see, what night was it? It was probably Monday night because their street dates were absolutely broken with this game. Because yeah. um, Monday, oh no, it was Sunday night. Sorry, I was watching Walking Dead and there were a good 40, 50 people streaming it. Um wow. And, like, thousands of people watching and people, like, left and right dying at the same spot, same spot. Crazy. Well, here's the crazy thing that happened with me is um, I was playing with my friends, Brendan and Mike, and we we started the game. I died, like, three times at the very beginning, and then, for whatever reason, something clicked, and probably Mike's effort, and uh, we coasted for a good four hours like just two bosses uh whatever came around the corners just like ready for it and and uh getting really used to like the riposte and and you know going in for the uh, i can't remember what they call the attacks like the fatal wounds and and stuff like that um and it's just it is a souls game through and through there's so many things borrowed from that other stuff but like i said the maneuverability and the speed of the combat and the way that you can increase your endurance and increase how long you can roll for and how fast you can swing really kind of, in my opinion, makes the game a little bit more accessible than the others. Uh-huh. Um, but it is still that ultra hard gameplay where if you're cruising and you're feeling really good, you can, you know, underestimate the thing coming at you. Anything can kill you in those games at any time. It's a really important thing to remember. And if you've got like 6,000, well, they're now blood echoes. They're not souls. But you lose that. You feel really upset about it. But you always have the option of going back and defeating that thing and getting your stuff back. Yeah, yeah instead of the stuff dropping on the ground, the enemy kind of absorbs it and their yeah. eyes turn all red. And yeah. So you could kind of pick out. Like the vendetta. Can you have many shots at them? Because I remember like Dark Souls, you could, you, like if you went back there and you didn't collect it and you died, it was gone, right? Yes, that's it. So is that same deal in this? Yeah. Oh, okay. And there's also, there's a uh, kind of like a random chance of absorption by that enemy 
that instead of you being able to get it back, they'll just like eat whatever you oh. left behind and they'll become that much more powerful in turn. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> so you don't even have the chance to it's go back and get kicker. it? It's it's a it's a low Ro- low random encounter. Oh, that would piss me off. It is pretty infuriating. Uh-huh. I'm not going to lie. But it's it's part of the game. It's part of the game being brutal, and it's part of them switching the rules around and kind of taking taking a little bit of the power away from you in, in certain instances. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that it looks absolutely beautiful. Um, yeah. I love the art style, the gothic feel. I love uh, the smoke coming out of the sewer grates. That the enemy designs are yeah, dude. crazy. There are these like giant blackbirds with uh-huh. like broken legs on the ground. So they're yeah. just crawling around on the like flapping around yeah. on the ground and they'll like lunge up at you and they're like uh, <laughs> Oh it, I jumped when I saw it for my first time. It it like right. creepy as hell. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Uh-huh. But, but like even like the really like the Hulk's enemy, like the really big dudes. You can take them down early on in the game. You really couldn't do that in the other ones. I mean, maybe if you were super crafty, you could. But the way that they've changed the the combat and how there are multiple positionings of like your weapon. Like if you pick the, the saw blade, it's a like a close combat weapon and mm-hmm. it's much faster. It's almost like having um, like tonfas with, with blades on them. And then if you click, I think it's the L1, uh, you will kind of like flick out your wrist and it'll turn into almost like a scythe that's a saw and you can use it for a long range weapon and then there's another one where it's a saw spear and you know it's it looks really cool when you're doing it and you can switch it up in combat so you can zero in on something slash at them like get in really close and slash at them with your with your first attack and then back up a little bit break out your long range and just get them in for for a killing blow and it's super satisfying that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I want to not want to play this game, but I'm do. the same way. Like right. I'm, I'm, I'm teetering. Yeah. Um, like I had my fun with Dark Souls too. Like I got to the point where I couldn't do it anymore. Right. But I appreciated it. Yeah. I just don't think I could do it with that. Like I don't want to drop the money right now and yeah, have that experience again. Take mine. Oh. Take mine when. Uh, <laughs> yeah. When I'm, whenever I'm done, which will probably be like very soon after I start it. Uh-huh. <laughs> We'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah, because no, Stephen said to me today, he was like, well, is it a game that you would borrow from someone and play? And, it, you know, yeah. I, I don't know, maybe. I don't know. I'd like to, I just want to try it. But again, I'm the same as you. I don't want to drop 65 bucks on a game where I'm like, I'm going to try this. And after an hour, I'm just no, like, you can, damn you. You can borrow it. But I mean, just like, all right. Just like Destiny has, it's kind of that hump that once you get over it, you're, you go into like the really good stuff. Yeah there is a bit of that with Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to get punished. You feel weak at the beginning. Yeah, you yeah. need to get punished, and you need to learn. You need to know what you can and can't do. Right. How much How much can I swing, or how much can I dodge before I run out of stamina, and I can't, you know, avoid yeah. an attack? If I back up, if I got to walk off of a cliff. Right. You know? I mean, cheap shit happens in that game. There's no doubt about that. But the vast majority of times that I've ever died in any of those games... I always feel like it's my fault. Yeah, and it's a learning curve. Right. All right, so I learned not to do that this time. Next time, I won't do that. That's also the explanation for why I didn't get pissed about dying over 400 times in Ori and the Blind Forest because the gameplay is so tight and so exact 
that you never feel like you got ripped off. Like if you died, it's because you, you did something up. wrong. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. you jumped too far. You didn't use the, the feather to float instead of, you know, you tried to do a double jump and you still can't make it cause you don't have the triple jump. Like there, the, all of that stuff. Like if I feel that the death was on my hands, then I'm just pissed at me. I don't get pissed at the game. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's easier to get pissed at the game, but I like the idea of taking responsibility for the progress in, you know, in any of the Dark Souls games or Bloodborne. Dark Souls, the first Dark Souls actually made me cry. Yeah. Like in frustration. I was actually in tears. Like I hated it so much. Mm-hmm. Did you borrow or buy? I bought it because I think at the time I bought it, it was 20 bucks. Oh, like okay. online yeah. sale. Like, bad. yeah. Um, I also happen to be playing it with my friend Mike, who is an absolute, like he lives and dies for, for that series. And he is really good. Uh-huh. So watching him play over the past like two years that he's been around and stuff like that, I've picked up a lot of tips and things like that. I'm super aggressive. I don't know when to back off. He does. And he's just super crafty with the dodging. And after watching him for so many hours, I've kind of applied that to this and then finding that it actually has a bit of speed to it and it's not so sluggish anymore mm. you can actually move around that's my exact problem with it though is that Try- i want to do the same i want to run in and i want to hit it and hit yeah. it and hit it until it dies at its core it's the same type of game as all of the others but that added maneuverability and the the maneuverability of not only the character but the options for your weapons and being able to change things on the fly changes it up enough that I think not only does it make it a little bit more accessible, but it makes it a lot more fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Now, I remember, Justin, when you said that you were going to pick it up because you wanted to play co-op with someone. Yeah. Did you see any of those requirements, like what you need to do? That is, the, the way they made it sounds, and like I didn't pay a lot of attention to the game, um, but they always, like, they always showed it with like a co-op, like in a co-op thing, be like, oh, take take, you know, take souls with friends or something like that. So I thought that this one was going to be different and just allow for like flat out co-op and it doesn't. No, no. It's, it's, Once it's, I started really reading about the game, I was like, Oh, jerks. how do they do that? Co-op? It's uh, like you have to, su- you have to summon So You could summon a random into your oh, game okay. or there's a way that you can actually summon a friend by setting a password. And then they, when you put the password in, they can use their summoning bell and then like, they have There's to put the same password in. Yeah, and oh, so you'll like really you'll link up together, and then you, whatever you're in the middle of doing, so say like you're fighting a boss, when you kill the boss, then they leave. Hmm. Like, and then you have to invite them back for like whatever you want to yeah, do. Yeah, that's not the same as true co-op. And they can't be like two. Like, it has to be levels within, apart. Yeah. within ten oh, levels. Ten really? levels of each other. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's yeah. still a shame though, because that's one of the reasons I would have bought it. Was you know I thought it'd be fun well, me and Justin running around I might actually be better than him at something. I mean you uh-huh. can still play together. It's just it's a little bit of extra work. Yeah. to mm-hmm. do it. It's um, not smooth. Yeah. No, well it's it's a process, but I think that they they did that maybe to eliminate um, invasions into games and such. Now I love like watching Dark Dark Soul Two videos, like people getting invaded and stuff like that, or PvP. Mm-hmm. The PvP in this game looks absolutely amazing. Like I've I've watched a good, you know, six or seven fights and just seeing the reaction on the people's faces, like just smiles because, (laughs) because of the fluidity and, you know, how you're able to move and it's not just like fat rolling or shields. Mm -hmm. It's it's like true, you know, strategic. Correct. Yeah. uh, And it's fast. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. So I look, I look forward to, to watching a lot more of that. Learning how to repost is key. Like it's, it's essentially it's the shotgun or the guns are your parry. That's how you knock them off balance and you go in for the big attacks. Once you start to learn the cues of the different enemies and you master that, you'll be much better off. So I'm looking forward to checking out the PvP, and I really have never done that with these games. I want to do it with this one. Great. Yeah. Anything else? No, that's it for me. Fantastical, Mr. Justin. Hello. I walked in, and you were playing Hotline Miami 2. I was. I started that up in, like, full today. Uh Uh-huh. I went out and got Bloodborne, came back, and was like, no, I'm going to play Hotline Miami instead. (laughs) So, uh... We're jumping uh, off the conversation we had Bobby uh, with Bobby last week. I only played a little bit, and I played maybe like six or seven levels today. And uh, it's weird. It's like the different character thing is weird. I don't understand anything that's happening in the story. Uh, but I know that I, I played the guy who you can try and get through an entire level without killing anybody, and I was able to do that. Um the music is just so good. Yeah, the music is pretty cool. It's so good. I, you know, the, the music was like good, good, good. Like, you know, like oh, this is good stuff. And then I hit this one level today, and I was just like, oh man, held up my phone and shazammed it so I could get to the title of the track. Um, it's phenomenal. And then I just started playing it louder, and then actually like brought the sound down, and then pumped up my sound bar, and uh, it was going crazy. So like right now, what I'm doing is, when you guys walked in, I was trying really hard to get a trophy, which is like getting a combo of fifteen. And so uh, I keep getting to like 13 or 14, and then I, I, what I'm not doing is counting how many guys there are in the level. So I'm like, oh, there's a lot of guys here. There's probably 15 instead of like just <laughs> instead of just counting them out. Uh-huh. So I, I must have redid this like opening floor of uh, one of the stages like I don't know 15 times, and then I was like, I found the right rhythm, and I found like, all right, this is the way to go to like stretch out this combo, which is like a fun thing to discover. It's a lot of trial and error, like. I've died a thousand times so far, and I've probably played the game for, I don't know, like three or four hours maybe. And I've died a thousand times, but you die, and then you're right back in it before you even can be like, oh, I was, I'm dead. Like, it's perfect that way. I love games that do that. So you just die over and over again, looking for the best way to just stretch out the combo. Because you have like 2.5 seconds in, in between each kill. And so you'll be like practicing, be like, nope, this isn't the way. Like, you'll get like seven, eight, nine, and then you're like, there's no way I can get to the next guy. So I I really enjoyed doing that. Um, when you guys came in, I was also doing that on this. It's weird, like this army stage uh, where you play as a character back in the seventies uh, in the army, and so you're going on these like a linear path to an open area to take out these guys to go back on a linear path to go to another open area, and uh, it's cool. Like I just unlocked um, a couple of masks. I unlocked a new weapon. Um, I'm having a really good time with it. Um. See, the the first one, I I I love it. I couldn't beat it. I just couldn't. Like, I was Bobby saying that he just couldn't. You yeah, know? he just he he had a, he just would be get too. He was saying he got too frustrated because he would spend like ten minutes on a floor that clearing out like Correct. thirteen guys, and the fourteen guy killed him. And uh-huh. he got nothing for it. Right? And he got that nothing was, for yeah. it. And you could see like. When you guys were coming in, I was muttering to myself over and over again because I would get like 13 of the 14 and then I would die. But the thing about Hotline Miami is like that's going to happen. But last week we were also discussing about um, the like the right way to play the game, whether it's uh, a methodical approach or just like let's just do drugs and kill as many people as possible. <laughs> yes. And like that's the way I'm, I've been learning how to play this is just like going 
balls to the wall, running in, trying to stab everybody because I like using physical weapons more than like um, projectiles. <laughs> trying to aim with the gun. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, also, the music sounds like it's from Miami Vice, which well, makes you think pre- of cocaine and guns. Yeah. Right? Well, this is all that's happening in this game pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah, like that's what Bobby was saying was that he was getting so frustrated with that and uh, it, it turned him off from the game. Or was that what you were experiencing, Rob, when you played the first one? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I stuck around as long as I could, but I, I don't think I could do the second one. This one's difficult because you die from off-screen enemies all the time. Yes, we talked all about that last week, right? Yeah. How frustrating that is. That, yeah. that would piss me off. Yeah. Because you can't do anything about that. Yeah. Ghost I mean, yeah, yeah, you could kind of like peek ahead. You, you can, got, like, you, 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 ha- you, you kind of have to. And what I've learned then is that if you're trying to do these combos thing, is like remembering where these guys are. Because they're I always stand gonna, here, I'm going to get shot. Yeah, right? like they're always going to be in the same area but they might not be doing the exact same thing so sometimes they're five feet off from where they were the last time or sometimes they're right next to a door when they were 10 feet off from the door they're always going to be in the same space but not always doing the same thing so every time Mm -hmm. you play it it's a little bit different and you got to be able to just on the fly like mix things up yeah but i mean five feet away in a different you know it's different direction so then two it only takes two steps away for someone to be able to yep. pull off something that they might not been able to pull and then off. so then you die yeah. like sometimes you just look at it and you'd be like this is a bad layout and you die on purpose because you're like there's no way i'm gonna be able to get that dude with a gun unless i wait and if i wait for too long then the guy who's in the next room isn't gonna cross the door at the right time that i need him to by the time these guys are all dead so then i'll just go I'll wipe instantly and then within a second you're back in the game and then you're like oh this is a better layout hmm. Hmm. interesting now have has there a been a PC version of Hotline Miami? There's Steam, right? Yeah. Has there been like level editors? Oh, I don't know. Yes, yes, there was for this one definitely. Awesome. There is. I think there is a uh, like a level creator. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I think I would have fun with that, like making levels right. and mm. you know testing them out on other people. <laughs> Question. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Explain the drug thing to me. You do it at the beginning of the level. Is no, it like no, no, something... no, no, no. That's just uh, that's just the way that I like. I perceive the game. You're not the only person that said that to me, though. It's, you're kind of like you're on an acid trip. Like, the entire game, like, especially the first one, and I don't remember if I mentioned this last week, but the first one I played, like, this room is a sauna. We've talked about that before. And in the summer, it becomes, like, a real sauna. So whenever that came to PS3, I was sitting here, like, in the middle of summer, like, drenched in sweat going through these levels. (laughs) And it feels like, because the characters, like, they're, they're referencing cocaine, like, the the graphic the graphics of the game are very strange like and the the font is like always swaying it's okay. always like moving forward and coming back so it like it's messing with your perception you know you the way the that you're seeing one, it kind of the outskirts of the room is moving yeah as well, like right? it, it slightly shifts not yeah. all of them that i but not, so so far so far not all of them yeah the yeah. one i was watching you play before that didn't happen that didn't, that I didn't shift yeah looked for it but it feels like when you're playing this game sometimes that like you are on drugs. I can't imagine okay, actually so, playing this game on drugs. So this is you this is you like basically inventing a story for your character that before you busted into this place. Yeah, cuz I was talking with Chuck uh, who was like we were discussing whether what the best best approach was for the game. Was it was it the methodical approach which the kind of like the way I played the first game mm-hmm. or was it he told me he's like I just like pretend like I take acid, I go in there and then like I when I wake up it's like everyone's dead what happened. And like I was like oh that's an interesting way to try it. But, like I I'm always like, let me just like hang by corners and get guys to come to me. Mm-hmm. And instead, he was just like busting in and just guns blazing, gun, guns blazing, and seeing yeah. what happens. And mm-hmm. so that's the way I've actually been playing this one. And it's so More far, fun, so right? far, so far, so good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna set up a little nitrous 
oxide station over <laughs> just, here. Just drip it into the room. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> See what happens. That would be that would be amazing. You've played the game Nitrous Oxide, right? Oh yeah, of course. Oh, so good. Uh you beat Shadow Warrior? I beat Shadow Warrior. What a dumb game. <laughs> what a dumb, dumb game. You said that last week and it didn't get any better. Oh no, it got dumber. <laughs> it got really, really, really stupid. Um I really liked the combat a lot. Like that sword play with the different guns and then you're getting different weapons. Um you got a crossbow and then each uh each weapon has like a secondary fire which you would buy with money that you'd find on the ground. And uh, so, like, the crossbow would shoot off this, like, explosive charge that you could detonate at any time. Um, you start running into later in the game. It was a long game. It was, like, 15-something hours. And I was, oh, really? I wasn't even playing on, like, a hard difficulty. I was just playing on normal. Um, there were, but like, when you say dumb, like, dumb like and what? The storyline? The story, like, I, 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 I did a Jackie. I skipped all the cutscenes. <laughs> all the cutscenes that I could skip, I skipped. I don't even know what happened at the end of the game. I skipped that cutscene, too. <laughs> So it's pretty much it was just like oh like at the end of the level they just tell you like all your tallies of like uh-huh. oh you killed this many guys missed this many secrets and stuff and it was just like oh I guess that's over you could you yeah. could make up your own story then yeah that's fine I'm just gonna quick detour just because this came to mind uh-huh. um I think Luke takes after me because I told him he could start a destiny character he's like that's great mama he goes in starts it up create new character it opens up with the big cinematic thing and he's like blip skip I was like are you kidding you? me yeah I said what did you do and he's like. I skipped it. I was like, oh no, it's genetic. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's hereditary. So anyway, sorry. It's okay. No. Shadow Warrior? Yeah. What is it for? You told it's us, what PS4. was that line you told us last week? Oh, oh, so yeah. The guy's name is Lo Wang. And so he makes this joke constantly, different variations of it, like killed a whole bunch of demons or whatever. He's like, I guess I was too much Wang for them. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it makes just variations of that joke a lot. Right. Uh, but like the, the mechanics are really interesting. Like you would do, and I, I've never seen a game do this. It's got a you pretty could, high score on Metacritic. Yes, because it's just like, it's a surprising game. Like I, it was $6 when I downloaded it oh, and no. I, I watched reviews of it and people were like, this game is stupid, but it's fun. Well, if you played it for 15 hours, you enjoyed it. Once I was right? once I was in, I was in. Yeah. Like, I may as well just see this thing through to the end, which right. took a lot longer than I thought. Yeah. But, like, the, the interesting mechanics, like, you would buy your upgrades, right? Like, oh, I'm going to use my, um, what is it, key? Like, uh, it was K-I. So, how do you say that? Like, chi? Chi, yes. Yeah. To, uh, you know, um, heal yourself. So, what you would do is you could either use the touchpad or you could use the left analog stick. And you would click left twice and then hold L2 or R2. So you'd have to like kind of be remembering like what combination does what, like right. up forward on the on the stick like two times or swiping on the touchpad two times and then R2 would do something. And you're so you're like kind of like mixing and matching combos of healing yourself, blocking, using abilities to get these enemies up in the air like ragdolls, and then just using your sword to just like hack through them. Right. It was a. Uh, I love combos. It's my secret. It was fun. Little pleasure. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah, things like Mortal Kombat, where it's just like square, square, up, 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 back, triangle. No, it was nothing like, like that. It was just pretty much like hammering <laughs> oh, really? R2. Yeah, like for a fast, like a fast attack or yeah. a uh, like a heavy attack. Or you could use the uh, the chi for like uh, using your weapon. Like so forward, forward, R2 would like charge your sword back and then you would do like a, like a thrust. And then like you would, if you hit the head, the head would just like explode. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. It just, it got, towards the end, it got super repetitive. The boss fights were really simple. Oh, and they okay. were just like annoying because it's like, this boss fight's not difficult, but it's like a minimum 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just like. It's more of a chore. It's, yeah, it was, yeah. The, the boss yeah. fights to me are always chores. 
So mm-hmm. Lo Wang becomes the king of ninjas <laughs> and takes over Demon World. Pretty, that's I, I guess that's, 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 that's how it ends. Although at the end, <laughs> did you just make that up, or is that actually true? <laughs> oh no, that's, no, that's that's my my end of the game. <laughs> at the end, you get to you finally the whole time in the game, you're looking for this like mystical sword that you find out has been broken into three separate swords. So you want every time you unite a sword, you get a little more powerful. So at the end, when you have the whole sword, they put you on this ramp where there's just like waves of enemies coming, and so you would swipe. And then, like, this, like, blade would just, like, or beam would come out of the sword and just start wiping people away. It was like, I wish I got to use this for more than this game sounds amazing. three <laughs> seconds. It really does. What was That's cool, great. too, was, like, because it was a Devolver game, mm-hmm. there was parts where it's like, oh, I'm in a, I'm in, like, a town, and, oh, I have to go into this arcade. And so there was arcades that were set up and running with Hotline Miami. Oh, that's fantastic. Like, all different Devolver, uh, Devolver games right. and stuff. So Is it still on sale? Like for no. that price? No, it yeah. ended a couple couple oh. weeks ago. How, what's the regular price? I don't know. Like if you go to Best Buy, it's like forty bucks. Oh, really? I think you could probably find it for like twenty bucks or something. Yeah, like twenty twenty five online, maybe. Probably something like that. It's mm. for I, for ten bucks and under. It was super worth playing, yes. but anything more yeah. than that, <laughs> right? It was a it's a rental. <laughs> that okay. is nuts. Nuts. Yeah. Nuts. Nuts. Yeah. And uh, I still couldn't play it online. I had to keep playing it offline. That makes no sense. So to me. I would never. I, I didn't know what trophies I was getting. So at the end, I was looking. I was like, I missed all these trophies because I couldn't ever check to see what they were. Right. Hmm. So I went back the, and got yeah, some of them. Okay, so I know we both played a bunch of Battlefield, but in different ways. I I finished the uh, single us. player. So oh, it, how long was did it? Uh, Good. Uh, ooh. Well, let's talk about the multiplayer first. Okay. Okay. And then I'll 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 get into my okay. woes of single player. <laughs> nice. Uh, multiplayer, I've been um, hating and having fun with at the same time. Like there is just something different about this game. You die so much faster than any other Battlefield game I've ever played, and I knew that coming in. But sometimes it is really frustrating how fast you go down. Uh huh. Yeah, because I I played about an hour of multiplayer today, and it's it's almost like playing Counter Strike. It's like one or two shots, bam, you're done. Oh, but but you could buy, you know, chess plates and stuff yeah, like can that. You so you can kinda... to... Yeah, so there was uh, classes running around with those shields on their back, so you can't shoot them in the back. Oh. So I need to get me one of those. So I've been playing, um, I'm level 25. Um, trying to find the mode that I really like. Like I play a little bit of conquest, um, a little bit of like, sm- uh, like small conquest where there's only three points just too many people on the maps like coming from battlefield 3 where that was like just the perfect amount of people for those three base territories and you have like twice the amount of people so it's like even if you're playing really well like something dumb is going to happen to you i love it though it's <laughs> but it, you know what it's it, it in a way it's really frustrating because it's the only way to be like stay alive for a long amount of time is to purposely keep yourself out of combat because otherwise there's just no way like you can be playing flawlessly and there's just going to be some dude who spawns up on some dude behind you and there's like you're not going to see him not going to see him coming which is fine it's just like frustrating because there's this one trophy that's there's three multiplayer trophies two of them i have one of them i cheesed the hell out of with alan and (laughs) it was terrible i'm not even gonna admit what i did because it was bad what'd you do there's a stupid gun that's like a taser and it has zero range like the distance between us is the maximum distance that you can have in a previous battlefield game i could get away with that because you could take a bit of damage but in this it's like you're going down so fast there's no chance for me to get this close to you 
So Alan just went on the other team, and we just went out into the woods, and we were tasing each other, which was great because people would then spawn up on Alan because he was in the other team and see what we were doing and then kill me and then teabag me a lot. <laughs> but what we were doing, we were, doing, we were doing conquests. So yeah, yeah. It, it's not like it really like we were doing big team conquests. So it's not like it was really like affecting the map. Mm-hmm. Like we weren't like affecting the score in like a very big way because he would always spawn back on a teammate. So it wasn't taking away a ticket. So that was all right. But there's this one that's like insanely hard to get. Um, you have to get 25 kills with these two weapons. And because I don't watch movies, Andy told me that they referenced two different movies. I have to look it up. And uh, I can't remember which ones they were. But they were like, um, they were cop movies. And I can't and, remember. And he'll tweet us. By the time the show goes out and he's listened to it, he'll tweet us tomorrow. Yeah, there we, go. we will know the answer. So you have to get these 25 kills with these two weapons, but you have to unlock the weapons. And one of the the requirements to unlock this double um, double barrel shotgun is that you have to get four recommendations. So a recommendation is if you're doing really well and you get like a lot of points and stuff and you don't die, eventually it's going to tell you hit R1. And when you hold R1, two perks will come up like, oh, fast reload or like um, fast throw for grenades. And then you like you pick which one. You have to get four of those in one round. And the most I've been able to get is two. Mm. Now, there's things that will help boost that. Like there, there are um, perks that you can use that will get you more. But like it seems like that you have to get that ten times. So you have to get to level four ten times. And it, is, it kind of gets demoralizing when you know this is what I need to do to get this. And you have a great round at something and you realize you're halfway there. And that was the best round you've played. And that's the thing too that. where it comes into like there's so many people on the map that it's impossible not to die. Because yeah. to get this stuff, you have to be – it's not like you could just be standing off in the distance shooting at people. Like you need to be capturing bases or if you're in hot wire, you need to be in cars. So like staying alive is going to be challenging. But go ahead. See the, the big conquest stuff? I, I don't care if I die a lot because there are so many people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just think there are so many funny moments. Oh, yeah. You um, love the randomness. That's oh why you love God. GTA so much. Is, it's just the complete random absurdity of stuff. And yeah, and random, totally random stuff happens. And like, I'm just trying to get used to the maps right now. Yeah. Uh, I played in like the center of one of the big cities and like pretty much one of the the spawn points and one of the kind of things you have to catch her is this big tower like tons of floors you take elevators up and there's probably like six or seven different floors downtown yeah yeah and it's insane every wow. floor you go on there's like like five or six people fighting each other right right yeah. so i'm just sitting there trying to get to the roof exactly and, you're and trying, do i get involved in this or do i stay out of this uh-huh. yeah like at any moment someone could be coming down from the roof or the elevators could open up on the floor you're on <laughs> and, and there's someone in out. there right so, uh-huh. we found alan and me were playing the other night one of the trophies was play win five heists win five blood money and blood money is the best mode in the game i'm, I'm saving that i want that to be the last thing i try so blood money is this mode where um there is a vault in the middle of the stage. It's a medium-sized map, and there are two spawn points, two vaults, your safes, excuse me, uh, yours and the enemy team, and in the middle, there is a pile of money. <laughs> and it is about going and getting the money, and what you do, to, like, if there's no one there, you would run up to this cash box, and you would hold square, and it will start clicking over, like one, two, three, four, and you, can, you could take up to 10 stacks of money. Mm-hmm. More people are there, the faster that circle goes. Um, but getting to 10 is really difficult. And what you want to do is you want to take that money back to your vault. If they kill you, they could take all your stacks that you just dropped. So that sounds simple enough. But at the same time, what you could do is you could also go raid the other person's vault. So there's armored trucks. And so one time I was carrying 10 stacks of money. I came back and there was an enemy armored truck 
with six guys who who gotten out and were raiding our vault, like taking all of the money that we had deposited <laughs> oh, away. No. So you turn up and you're like, "Hi guys!" So I killed all six. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, and then I was able like, ooh, th- uh, like, well, it wasn't really anything because I, I was just taking back the money that they were taking right, from us. Plus, right. I got to deposit the money. But that was like, oh, there's six guys here and none of them see me. Grenade. <laughs> nice. Uh, but that mode is that mode's a lot of fun. Yeah, but that's, that's great because, like, you're, you know, you're trying to collect stuff, but you're also playing defense on a zone, which, you know, tr- strategy wise yeah, is like, so- a fun one to play. I was always trying to get the money. Right. Uh, but Alan was like of a mind of I'm going to sit here and guard the money pile and just make sure that they can't come get it. And one of the matches we played was like, Alan's like, nothing's happening. And it was because everybody on that team must have been playing together or like a large group was together. And they just kept going to our vault, like to just try and get the money. So it was like two things that you have to protect or like, you know, it's an interesting way to play. So that was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, th- I think I'll have a lot of fun with that. Uh, Hotwire at the moment is still still my favorite. I like that game. Now that's like a uh, the Cars one. Right? Correct. So yeah. it's almost like a is it like control and destiny, but the things you have to keep everything on moving. moves. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that sounds fantastic. You have to like go at a consistent pace in the car. You can't just like be in the car and sit still. And okay, you you have control of it. Right. You have to go a certain speed and continue the momentum. Like if you crash into something, then then the hot wire bar drops, oh. and then until you get that speed back up and keep going around right. the map. So one of you has to drive, but you can have other people in shooting out, or yeah, you can have it like depends. Four, if it's a four person car, you can have all four people sitting out the windows. But what I like to do is sit in the back seat, yeah. and have a repair tool, and then just get up to like, say it was Andy or Nick. And then just be like repairing their head with this like spark <laughs> with all these sparks flying out because apparently that means right. I'm repairing the car. Yeah, you repair the car. Oh, really? So your car could be getting like wrecked by someone behind you. So like as long someone as someone shooting. is, as long as someone's an engineer and maintaining oh. the car, the car will. Cool. will so live. it's another one where it's good to go in with people and have a strategy before you get in. Right? Oh, it's it's made for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's why like during the beta when there were groups of us playing together, yeah. we were like totally killing those rounds because first off we were all talking to each other right. and saying, okay, I got a, I got B. Uh, You're going they have in with C. a plan. Yeah. Correct. Everyone's yeah. doing what they need to do. And so like once I learned those maps, like I, I played in the Bayou, uh, that was absolutely <laughs> awesome. Bayou. Bayou. Good Bayou. job. Do you know how <laughs> many, Bayou. do you know how many people messaged me on Twitter and was like, by <laughs> comma or dash you. It's Bayou. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Thanks guys. No problem. <laughs> now we, the next, funny. we got to work on Chasm. That's another one. Chasm. It's Chasm. What can I not? Oh yeah, Chasm. 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 What did I? Where did I say this? It was. It was a while back. Yeah, I'm trying to think like what what point that would have come up. But <laughs> tune in next week for Justin learns the English language. <laughs> hey, um, I butcher names on the Talking Comics podcast every week, Dan. Don't worry about it. I'm terrible with names. Oh, That's I'm the worst. People, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't give it an accent. I'm like, I didn't know there was one. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Goodness. Um, now, how many people picked it up that you know? Uh, Nick he, Nick got it, but he uh, he didn't like it. He's like, oh, this this isn't as good as Call of Duty. And it's like, okay. Okay, Nick. And that's weird because <laughs> he played the beta and had fun. No, well, I, he, he, I don't know if he, he had fun. Like, I, I didn't think he was going to get it, and he ended up getting it, and then was just like, yeah, it's not for me. Totally so fine. So Andy, yeah, with, right? I think there's like five, five of us right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I mean, we have like a, we have a good sized group 
if anybody's out there playing it and wants another teammate, by all means. Yeah, definitely, because we can make squads go into the same maps together and stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I actually was playing it by myself, and you know how much I love playing multiplayer games by myself. I was playing it, like I said, before I came here, I, I played about an hour. I got to, like, level six or something like yeah, that. You level so fast in the beginning. Uh-huh, yeah. But I, I, I was having fun, you know? Just muted my headphones and ran around. And yes. I love the fact that you love to listen to the random people i yeah <laughs> i'm a total voyeur i just sit and listen yeah that, that's why i like to watch like streams and stuff like that too because right. i just like to you know yeah. watch and observe right. <laughs> um but you're enjoying it though it's good uh yeah the multiplayer stuff now the single player stuff that yes. is another story really uh holy cow is that a terrible game wow how long was it? Because you haven't had it that long, right? Okay, this is the thing. Um, like, if you were to just play run and gun, like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Because one of the mechanics is, um, you know, you'll be on a level, you could be walking around and sneaking, and you flash your badge at an enemy, and they'll drop their gun, put their hands up, and you could just arrest oh. them, and they'll be okay. out of the picture laying there. Yeah. Um. But if another guard is, like, patrolling and comes around and sees that body, then everyone kind of goes into, like, a frenzied state trying to look for you. Right. Uh, so, number one, that really needed, like, a pick-up body and move them to a oh, different area. Oh, yeah, it's like Assassin's Creed where you can throw them in the haystack. Assassin's Creed, right? Metal yeah. Gear, just move them out of the way. Yes. Because you know someone's... That that giving you Yeah, giving you the mechanic of being able to make them lie down, it should be... A positive thing, not I. Oh, great! Now I got some lying on the floor that's going to ruin my game. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um. So that that's one of the mechanics, and that definitely prolongs the game because you could easily just run into a map and take everyone out, and then bam, you know, you're done. Right. You're moving on to the next episode. But that you actually have to sit there and you know watch the guards, see what they're doing. Are there any alarms? Um. Okay, this is how I'm going to do it. And, you know, if you arrest someone, you get more points and you oh. kind of level up. You get to... So they're encouraging you to use this mechanic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's there to to make the game, quote unquote, longer. Definitely. Right. Um, because then there are, there are levels that are just flat out, you know, there's nothing you could do. The guys are coming and attacking you. So right. you have to survive. Um, but then the next thing, <laughs> the next thing... Um, there are about three or four character models for the enemies and maybe two voice actors. Oh, really? So you can go through a level and arrest about 10 people, let's say, and you'll get the same line every time oh. by the same voice actor. So they're all Agent Smith from The Matrix. Right? But pretty Just... much. Like, are you a cop? Oh. You you hear that 50 times on a level. That is cheap. Uh-huh. Okay, so there's that. And me, like, if I'm sneaking through a level, I want to sneak through the whole level. And there were points where, you know, I'll arrest nine people out of ten, let's say, and then the tenth person spots me. All I have to do is pop him in the head and the level's over. Right. But I want to arrest him. Yes. So, you know, start all over. So that obviously makes it longer because if it took 20 minutes, let's say, to kind of make your way through then that's another 20 minutes to make of course, you know, yeah, yeah. make your way through again. Uh, so in that sense, that that's what made it longer for me. I, I would say probably 10 to 12 hours just because I was restarting levels right. a lot. But kind of like a manufactured 10 to 12. Like, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, 
So you could pick your secondary items that you're carrying, you know, zip line, grappling hooks, none of which really matter. Um, <laughs> like, I kept a grappling hook and the zip line with me the whole time because it was fun, I guess you could say. Right. Like, you can get to kind of some areas that normally wouldn't be able to get to and make your way around the levels easier. Zip line pretty much useless the the there's one area where you have to use it everywhere else don't need it but yeah but it's it's fun and you move much faster like you could walking is stupidly slow (laughs) like or even running you could be running and it feels like it it'll take you forever to get just across a room not even like across a huge area so what you do you just shoot the zip line grab onto that and fly across the whole screen and it takes you two seconds. <laughs> right. So it's handy to have because that part of the game is crap and it makes it a little less crap. Yeah, right? yeah, it makes it funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, another mechanic that they put in so you kind of go around it and explore because um, you're, you're a drug agent, so... You, you know. can play both sides though, right? No. Oh, so you, in the single player, it's just Single that. player is one, one story, mm. that's it. Oh, okay. You know, you're not... There's no branching decisions. Right. Everything happens and it happens. Wow. Um, so, yeah, the drug agent, uh, Miami, it's turning into a whole shit show kind of like it was back in the day. Yeah. Um, so you're going around the levels and if you use your scanner, you can find little pieces of evidence. And there are five cases that if you find all these evidence pieces that you could solve these cases and turn them into, you know, the higher ranking officials. Yeah. And they're kind of little side stories. Right. That really don't fit into anything. It's just there to... They're collectibles. Correct. Yeah. To be collectibles. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of... It's, it's good in a way that it's not just like, oh, find... 10 of these things you know it's at least kind of a little cohesive thing that all fits together correct yeah you could find them it gives you a little audio presentation about what it is and then when you solve quote-unquote solve the case then it gives you like a little video presentation about this is how the person did it this is why they were doing it this is how they hit it and now they're gonna but it doesn't really tie into the main story of the game no that's odd then because it's kind of interesting for that 30 seconds that you're reading it but Mm -hmm. You kind of figure if there's a narrative to the story, shouldn't that fit in somewhere? No. And the story itself, like, I am i won't go through it, like, wholly because the game kind of did just come out. Right. Um, laughable. <laughs> <laughs> like, absolutely laughable. And I understand that, you know, they call the each stage, they call them episodes. So they're going for, like, a cheesy, like, CSI kind of vibe, right. I guess you could say. But Man Oh Man... Is it terrible, terrible, not even like funny buddy cop (laughs) stuff. It's just like, uh, um, (laughs) one really, really funny character though, uh, that comes out of all of it. And that's like the kind of computer hackery guy that could actually like protect himself. Like he knows how to use guns and stuff like that. Um, you know, he, you come to him later in the game and yeah. So, so overall, I, I mean, whatever I played through it. Is it worth it for the multiplayer? Oh, yeah. I think it's worth it for the multiplayer. You can forgive that single. Kind of like Call of Duty, right? A lot of people forgive the fact that Call of Duty's got a five-hour game. Yeah, but their five-hour the game is really good, though. Yeah, there are a lot of Call of Duty one. Yeah, exactly, right. where it's good. This, this for, for what it is, they can't have 
and especially call it like battlefield um something that slows you down so much to where that the stealth aspect of it is is boring and crap right. like first per- first person shooter you want to go in and blow shit up mm-hmm. and kill people and you know you don't want to just sit there and sneak around you know freeze you're under arrest oh <laughs> are you no. a cop yeah over and over and over uh, yeah but whatever rob justin did you do any of it are you a cop yes <laughs> did you do any of this i way? went to start it last night but i w- didn't have my laptop in here and i want the guide so i could grab all the trophies and so i was just like no and i'm just watching i, I can't instead. i can't wait for him to <laughs> oh God, to I, play, i've played pre- previous battlefield campaigns they're all really bad this is gonna be funny <laughs> i'm excited i'm at, like i'm, I'm really excited i can't wait to play it oh wait like this game at all what me? Any of the Battlefield games? I've actually never played a Battlefield. I think I played Battlefield Two for like a few seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm saying I've never played one. Um, it was I. I'm so used to playing Call of Duty. I've been playing since Modern Warfare Two that I found the the gameplay itself to be really jarring. I mean, it would just be something I would have to get used to. But I mean, between the multiplayer stories and the ridiculousness of the single player, I kind of want to check it out. I just I know. don't know that I want to check it out for $65. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm like. Yeah. It's like I hear them tell their stories, and I'm like, oh, I kind of want to play that. You're not always guaranteed but, that same experience, exactly. though. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just die over and over. Another thing that they do, though, to kind of make you want to do the stealthy thing and get more points and level your character up or yeah. get points, you don't really level up. You get right. kind of expert levels, and when you get to mm. level 15, then it's a trophy. Yep. Like, yeah. Um, they'll kind of put three or four different suspects at the beginning of the uh on the loading screen and now when you scan through the level the the enemies will pop up on your little scanner and you have to look for these four guys and see if they have active warrants and those are the guys that you really want to arrest because you get more points for arresting the Uh people with active warrants right um but again if everything goes to shit and you're just shooting people in Doesn't the head. Doesn't matter anyway. Correct. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Oh well. Yes. It was hilarious. <laughs> uh, you want to know where we are on time? Yeah, where are we on time? We're, We're at one twenty-five. Okay. Perfect. 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 Um, we Feel had... free to go over a little bit. It's fine. No. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, I'm gonna pull up an email. Let's see. We have an email from. Luciano and it kind of goes like this. No, um, we need some theme music. Sorry to interrupt again, but I've been we, meaning to bring this up. I've been listening to another podcast where they have like a listener's mail thing. It's time for listener's mail. We, want, that's what we need. You want sound bites? We do. We need, we need, we have a theme tune. We need a little like it's listener mail time. We, okay. should, we should just record you say that <laughs> and just play it. Yeah, with that in the background. Yeah, turn, I'll she say must it. Turn he can blues do that. Clues. <laughs> yeah. blues clues of games podcast. Okay, he says, with next month's release of Mortal Kombat X, I was wondering if any anyone on the crew was as excited for me uh, and if any of you have a history with franchise. I've been a big fan <gasps> yes. from the start, absolutely okay. loving MK2, and I was surprised and extremely happy with how the last iteration breathed new life into the franchise. 
I'd mention what I'm playing right now, but I think you've heard enough about Rayman Legends from a certain cast member. Game of the year 2015. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steve, where yeah. are you with Mortal Kombat and will you be getting X? Okay. Um, in regards to X, I'm actually, I would say curious as opposed to excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, really loved Injustice, Gods Among Us, especially the story aspects of it. I can't play Mortal Kombat worth a damn. I'm horrible at it. You want to play Dead or Alive 4, You anything like that, I'm, I'm good to go. Uh, but Mortal Kombat's not my thing. However, the story was so good in Injustice that if, that's, if it's the same team and they're getting all these Mortal Kombat characters together to do a presentation like that again, I would probably buy it just to play the storyboard. Yeah, that, that that that's how it's going to be. That's see then, yeah, then I really definitely want to check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Voorhees is a playable character. <laughs> Predator yes. is now a, is now a playable character, and I they're am, just oh, they're I just in wait. there, right? Like no, that's the season pass. Oh, still, I, that's awesome. I mean, they're not in the story. No, but, but they're characters they're that you playable play. characters. That's I like that kind Come of stuff. Come on, we've talked about this. Do you really need a good story in a fighting game? It does not hurt to have it. it no, yeah, it doesn't like, hurt to have honestly, it. Honestly, Mortal Kombat Nine and Injustice like blew me away with Injustice. how they I, actually I loved handled. Injustice, but I absolutely definitely skipped every single scene. I have no idea what it was about. Oh man, it was that, amazing. That that was really sucks, good. It was amazing. It really what was. about Luke? Did Luke watch it? Yeah, he likes it and he's read the comics and like okay. yeah, he loves it. Good. But personally, Mortal Kombat is my one of my all time faves. I absolutely adore it and I can't wait to play it. Mm. As long as people are, you're gonna play with me, right? No. <laughs> See, I knew he was going to say it. He I'm hates fighting gonna, games. I just don't like fighting games. I like Injustice because I like the story. That's fighting the only way so to get rare. me to play a fighting I, game. I mentioned it briefly earlier, but when I was younger, I used to get the magazines and they'd have all the codes in. Yep. For like the And especially the Mortal Kombat where you could change at the beginning. So it'd be dark unless you hit them and then it'd flash light again. Mm-hmm. Or you'd have like stupid stuff would always go weird in the level you'd have like double the amount of like you know for your special moves and and i'd memorize all of the combos so i'd like go to bed like square square triangle triangle up up down love the love they used to have that stuff with the the cabinets like along the lining of the screen they would have the combinations and stuff like that yeah some of them used to people used to just leave like loose leaf paper taped onto (laughs) yeah the front with with fatalities and stuff i don't remember what grade it was but uh it, i was in middle school and it was a communications class and i had to do a presentation and it was during that whole like mortal Kombat one had just made it to the genesis and all the parents were freaking out over the fatalities so i actually brought in the game and set up my genesis on the school's tv and did a presentation about the fatalities of mortal <laughs> Kombat. and essentially for the whole presentation i just played the game and talked over it for a while <laughs> It was pretty awesome. <laughs> if you can get away with it, why not, right? I was like, I was like, they're saying this game is bad. Let me show you why. As much as I love the fatalities, I it was extra special when you got the babality mm-hmm. or the animality. The babality I loved. That just really made me laugh. There is, I believe, a new one that they're introducing called like the quitality or something like that. I saw something about that. Yeah. If you quit out. Yeah, if you. It, it basically makes you feel like a, an idiot. No, the, the opponent sees your head explode. Yeah, if you if you're playing up against another player and that player ditches out because right. they're about to lose and right. they jump out, it's an automatic win for you <laughs> if they As detach. Yeah, be. and their head explodes. Yeah, mm-hmm. sweet. Now, my my first encounter with Mortal Kombat, um, we were actually bringing one of my brothers up to to college in Pennsylvania, and I just remember going into the common area and literally like fresh 
new machine, no fingerprints, nothing nasty, right. and a couple of dudes sitting there playing, and I'm staring. I was like, holy cow, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, so obviously throughout, you know, the, the next X amount of time, I would play as much as I could whenever right. we went to like Spaceplex and stuff like that. Um, Who is your character? In that game, it was Raiden. I was always Raiden. I always loved good. Raiden. Yeah, Raiden's mm-hmm. great. And then fast forward, um, my mom and I were going to the city for something. I totally forgot what it was, but there was, there used to be a really big arcade in Penn Station. Yeah. I was walking through the day that they literally were installing the Mortal Kombat 2 machine. And there was a, <laughs> a crowd. I've never seen it really? for an arcade before. There was a crowd waiting to play. Oh, that yep. is fantastic. So I dragged my mom. I'm standing there. I'm staring. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, <laughs> look, right. there's that person. There's that person. And again, you know, this is before the time where it you would be in every single look. magazine yeah. and stuff, you know. Yep. Uh, but that i was always uh reptile reptile was oh i loved him yes. too mm-hmm. yeah. man i remember all the all the like the movie theaters the quorum ua had a mortal Kombat too and then uh time out in the smith haven mall mm-hmm. had it um and then the penn station i remember that arcade that was awesome i've yeah. maintained scary yeah. but awesome <laughs> <laughs> i've kept the faith over the years sub-zero all the way He's yeah great too. yeah it, it gets the point awesome. where they just wouldn't let me play Sub-Zero anymore because mm-hmm. I would just cheese the hell out of you. Freeze, uppercut, freeze, uppercut. I was always really a Scorpion bad. guy. Scorpion and Raiden were my two. Mm-hmm. Never, Justin? Nothing I arcade-wise? Played, no, I never played the arcade. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, maybe seven? Oh, was Baraka. I, uh, with Baraka on the cover. Yeah, I played that in like 100% of that game. Nice. And then I realized I don't like fighting games. <laughs> I thought that, that they, like their story mode in that game was like um, you know that open world part where you were like running around and stuff. I was like, oh, this is kind of neat. And then you'd come across somebody, and then you'd have to do this like twelve button combo. Yes, some and you hard. Would, you would have practice mode where you could like perfect it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was able to retain like the seven or eight eight hit ones. And we played for a while, but I think out of all of that, what I liked the most was there, there was like Puzzle Fighter. That was like uh, the Tetrisy kind of uh thing that was going on there mm-hmm. and that was what i played the most of i played a lot more combat three with Wait, pu- friends was puzzle fighter that was street fighter wasn't it yeah I, it, uh, it, it, oh it just it was, in terms of fighting was, games you're yeah saying? like it gotcha. was no 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 no. it was like oh it, it was a mode it was a mode in mortal Kombat. was like a uh, yes. puzzle fighter where okay. you had the two characters on the side of the screen and you were doing it was like a they were yeah Luminez, tetris type Columns. game Right. Yeah. It was similar it was similar to that and I played a ton of that. <laughs> but I did I did like a hundred percent the actual game and then I realized I don't like fighting games. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the guy in Mortal Kombat three? If you went up the ladder and you just beat you know, go higher and higher up the ladder, the second to last guy before what is it, Shao Kahn or whatever his name is? Mm-hmm. The big the big scary dude. Do you remember the guy before him? He was like a centaur. So he was like mostly horse with this big yes. like Yes. Oh my I god. And him. he would teleport across the screen, kick you in the face, and you were dead. And I remember playing once for like twelve hours at college, all like we're all in the same room, we're all taking turns just trying to beat this guy. And eventually our friend beat him and like we've never been so happy in our lives. The whole room uh, was jumping up and down on the couches. Amazing. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm gonna look I'm gonna look for his name. Yes. Hmm. Oh, I hated him so much. While you're looking, uh we have uh what is it? The new firmware for PS uh, PlayStation hitting tomorrow or yes. today. <laughs> Suspend resume. Suspend resume. They got some new uh, party functionality where 
I don't know if they're going to add more people into the party, but they said they're going to make like less button presses presses for you to create your party and stuff. Oh, that's good. Um, so I'm I'm really really looking forward to see what they do. Uh, that that's going to be really fun. Awesome. Motaro. Motaro. <laughs> <laughs> Motaro is who we were looking for. Yes. Goodness gracious. Uh, I think that's going to do it. Does anyone have anything else that they want to bring up? No. I don't think so. No. Oh, apart, I've got one thing. Okay. This is a really good show on a Friday about comics. Just saying. Oh, it's called Backup yeah. Stories. Two very handsome guys on it. So just, you know. We really appreciate you watching that last episode, Jack. <laughs> I will get around to it. Seriously. Like, I'm trying to help you out here and you're like, Psh throwing shade at me come on please just tell me you didn't say throwing shade I'm, I'm, <laughs> I did. I'm begging in an English accent it makes it even better well that wraps up another week for us uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us you could email us at talkinggamespc at gmail.com uh, twitter we have talking underscore games and our personal twitters just uh, jaroke j-o-r-o-a-k Jackie. At Jackie Turner, J-A-C-Q-U-I. Steve. Mine is at dead underscore anchorus. And I am at dusk1020. Um, you can also go to talkingcomicbooks.com to learn more about the talking family of podcasts. Uh, we have talking comics, talking movies, talking Valiant, the Misfits, uh, backup stories. So yeah, if you, if you want to learn about us, uh, head over to that site. You could check out a bunch of comic reviews, uh, movie news, Lots, Lots of columns going up, too. Yeah, yeah, totally. Lots mm-hmm. of good stuff. Other than that, though, have a great week. Bye.